This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. I saw all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Way, Brady PG 13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramount Plus. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. You are listening to She Speaks Bravo. I'm Emily, and I have been using Bravo as an antidote to all of my problems for the last mm, 15 years. Needless to say, I'm an absolute mess. Tune in if you're interested in recaps, gossip, latest news, and overanalyzation of all our favorite Bravo shows. I also touch on other reality television and occasionally get into some scripted stuff. If you like what you hear, please rate me five stars stars, leave a nice review, and also, if you really love it, subscribe. Ah, that would be amazing. All right, guys, enjoy the show. So the Bravo app is just the bane of my existence, okay? It's so inconsistent. The live feed has been choppy, like the audio has been choppy for for weeks, and I'm I'm always the person that assumes it's like something on my end. So I'm like, oh, it's just probably my internet or my TV. But when it was the third week in a row and it was Summer House, I was like, okay, we have a problem. And the and the reason it's a problem is because I record the very next morning. So I need them to upload the if they're not gonna have a good live feed for me to watch and take notes and be prepared to record, then they better upload the episode like right away so I can stream it. They did not have that thing uploaded until like 2 p.m. the next day. So I ended up paying $2.99, two whole American dollars and 99 American cents because I just wanted to, I needed to watch it so I could recap it with my weekly panel. It was actually a very chaotic recap because there's a reason why I record early in the morning. My business, I get phone calls sporadically and I have to be available. So like in the middle of recording, I'm getting texts and phone calls. And then I got a job uh, right literally 15 minutes before we started recording. It was, can you do a signing at 4 p.m.? And we were recording at like 2.30 and we normally record for so many hours so it was just, it was hectic and it was chaotic. And then lo and behold, I go to edit the audio and Zoom had some connection issue. 
and the audio every like 20 or 30 seconds, it would start to get choppy, kind of like Bravo's live feed. So I had to scrap the whole episode, the whole, the whole recording, because I was like, I don't have time to go through this and edit the whole thing and make it string together and sound cohesive. I couldn't. I, I don't have time. So I just, I have to skip Summer House this week. So you're going to have to live with just the Jersey finale recap. But I have a queen mixing with Monty. If you haven't, I'm so, I would be shocked if you haven't already listened to mixing with Monty. But Monty, the host, has been doing it for years and she's, she's like a real veteran. You know, she's like, she's like, honey, I've seen it all. She's very much got that energy, which I, I'm obsessed with that kind of energy. She's like, she's seen it all, honey. She knows the ropes. And just, and she's, cause she's done like Danny Pellegrino. She's done everybody. She's like, she's been there. She's done that. And she's just like, she's, she's jaded. And I love it. I love a jaded bitch. <laughs> I really do. I love a woman who can be, who's like, I've been there. I've done that. I'm only for the real ones. Let's keep it moving. So enjoy that recap. I will bring you a double header of Summer House next week. Um, it's honestly not like that episode of Summer House was all that good. It was yet another filler episode. I'm going to go off about that again next week. I mean, what is with the editors fluffing us up towards the end of each season? It happened on Jersey. Now it's happening on Summer House. I will not stand for this. All right. Enjoy the show. If any of you are in the market for new hair care, I cannot recommend Omorphe enough. They sent me a box of their starter kit about, I don't know, like two months ago, maybe three. And it was just to say like, hey, you know, they work with a lot of Bravo Lebs. And that was it. It was just like, hey, we're reaching out, just expanding their their market. And I've been using their conditioner ever since. And I've been obsessed with it. I'm telling like strangers at the grocery store about it. I can actually use it all the way up to my root. I kind of use it as like a hair mask even, and it doesn't weigh my hair down. I have a lot of like fine hair, so it'll look like it's full and voluminous for about two hours after a blow dry, but then it just goes limp. But even with this conditioner all the way to the root, using it like a hair mask, it's still it's still full and fine. I don't know. This, the formula they found is amazing. So I've partnered with them. If you use code EMILY15, E-M-I-L-Y-1-5, you get 15% off and I go, well, some. Okay. So I will link it in the episode description. I also have a link in my Instagram bio. Check them out on Instagram at Amorphe. O-M-O-R-F-I-E. Reach out with any questions you might have. I'm sure I'm going to talk about them a whole lot more on social media because I love the company. They're also sustainable and eco-friendly. But yeah, okay. Back to Bravo. It's funny because I was just on your podcast and we were talking about how like, we're like, is Louie really that bad? Like, what are we so worried about? And then this episode happens. And I was like, oh. how dare we speak it into existence? Or did we do it on purpose? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's almost like we were like, can you give us another reason to freak out? And then we were like, OK, thank you. 
Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate thank you. Because I did. I was. I wanted to like take back all the things I'd been speculating and worried about, and then I was mm-hmm. like, "But oh, never mind. No, we're, we can continue to worry." Yeah, exactly. And be cons- concern is valid. There's so much to worry about. There's so much. It's yeah. crazy watching the finale. I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like Teresa is truly dumb as a box of rocks. You know how I usually, if 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 you or anyone else has ever listened to my show. I will usually give someone the credit of being smart, but stupid enough to not care or to say like they're being calculated in a way and acting stupid. That was always my defense with Ashley Darby. I always thought she was going to leave him. She's not an idiot. She's just playing one on TV. So, and and lo and behold, but Teresa, I believe is the only exception I've ever had. There is no ulterior, ulterior hidden motive. There is no other mastermind happening inside of her brain. There is no plans of the next step. She's genuinely hoping that the best is yet to come. This is her dream, man. And everyone else is, j- everyone, the whole world is just trying to pop her bubble. All the people who like rallied for her, wanted her to leave Joe, didn't think it was fair she went to prison. The people who were really supporting her, we're all just now secretly a joined together <laughs> unit where we all conspired to take Teresa down from love. It's giving like, not getting political, but it's getting a little Trumpian where it was like, oh my God, all the countries came together and invented COVID just to get him out of office because France cares about us so much. They want to control our president. Um, it's that's exactly what's happening with Teresa. People magazine cares so much about hating Teresa. They're going to say all the videos with her fiance are fake with his face and name and words and things. And did you just see what happened? What Roman the Bravo put out? I was just going to ask. Oh my God. As if, as if we didn't need more video footage of this man being questionable, we see <laughs> we see a video. Real Moms of Bravo got an anonymous video of something Louis sent one of his quote thirsty, desperate exes. Which that Ooh. alone, we will get into that because that already is I not am, good. I, mean, I, I am downing water right now, so I too am thirsty. But damn. <laughs> And everyone's thirsty. Everyone's thirsty, and it just—we'll get into that in further detail. But the video is almost the exact replica of what Louis said to Joe about Teresa. He like pretend first. He pretends to cry, and he's like, "I've been ma- I've been up sleepless nights manifesting the perfect woman." And in this video to this ex girlfriend, he's like, "I've been manifesting the perfect woman," and then here you are. It's. What it proves is that he is just full of shit. So whatever, all these lines and all this stuff he's throwing out, he is full of shit. Um, All right. So let's just get into it. So the episode starts. It's the day after the horrible dinner. Uh Uh-huh. A chef has arrived. He's going to cook some some delicious breakfast and a little a little deterrence from all of the Marge, Teresa, Louis drama is that Jackie, um, who I have openly spoke about how I am pretty concerned at this point. I hope that they don't start to film again right away after this reunion. I hope that Jackie can get a few months off camera to actually rehab her. Yes, because she's like, I haven't been able to stick to my 
eating disorder homework. I'm like, no shit. This is the most triggering environment you could be in. And I can imagine how she's going to want all of her comforts. And so she's like, yeah, I haven't been able to veer off track or do any of the things my therapist wanted me to do. So for her sake, I hope they give her like three months Mm -hmm. off at least. Yeah. Absolutely. And she should still come back. Yeah. Come back. I would love to see her journey. She looked great on Watch What Happens Live when she was on with Melissa. Oh, my God. We've never we've actually never seen her at that weight. She just looked like Mm -hmm. a beautiful woman. And it was like, wow. Okay, so you've always been underweight. We've only ever seen underweight. Yes, she looks fantastic. And I think her journey is so important and it is so valid for so many women. Um, I battled an eating disorder when I was in middle school and, and still feel it sometimes, but nothing compared to a mom or a, I've never really had to battle it too much in my adult age. Uh, you know, I've never had to have my body transformed. So like hats off to her. I think she has really, this was the year that she made people believe, made believers out of everyone. Yeah. Like, people started to really, you know, attach to her and it starts to add some data points to the question that we're all answer by some point, probably closer to the end of the season or whatever, of if Jersey could survive without Teresa. And there is a nice storyline happening with Jackie that isn't just a storyline. And that was like at the core, what we loved about Housewives is that although they looked opulent and ridiculous and feisty and so rich, they have the same issues and deal with the same struggles that every other woman does. Yes. And you can see yourself in some aspect in each woman at some point. And that is what makes the show great. And Jackie is really leaning into that hard. She's not just a storyline, but she is like an actual relatable housewife. I loved it. And I also like that they're actually being sensitive enough to put up the national eating disorder hotline on the Love screen because they just never, ever handle sensitive topics correctly <laughs> no. on Bravo. No, we had a ever after I committed suicide. Hello, like, not we, one suicide prevention avoid. hotline. Not one we, time. We shouldn't have recorded it. I'm sorry. We, so, we never should have put Taylor in that. Or, or when Jules, when Jules was on Roni, and it was a whole season of Carol being like, literally in front of Jules, going, "It's hard to watch her eat." I'm like, okay, can we acknowledge that we're dealing with a very problematic topic? So thank you, Jackie, yeah, for finding putting the fork in her cow zone. Yeah. So so thank you, Jackie. But then yeah. Teresa calls Melissa and Joe. And Joe goes, because they're just they're look, I get it. Like it's they've they've created the prison themselves based on their own actions, but they're in a prison with Teresa. They are. And so yes. Joe's like, I liked your apology. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh he God, keep that habit sometime. You have more for me. He's like, Please, and then Teresa. Uh, Teresa says, um, for Margaret to say I'm not sincere. Well, I'm not going to apologize. I'm like, okay. So it's funny because Teresa just can't communicate that. Like, she's like, I didn't even apologize to Margaret. The apology. So it wasn't for her to even consider if it was sincere or not. I specifically didn't apologize to Margaret. So no wonder she doesn't think it was sincere. But instead, she's like, how could Margaret say it wasn't sincere? I'm like, God, Teresa, I just wish you could like formulate some sort of a cohesive verbal communication skill at some point, because it just keeps us going on a hamster wheel and we never get off it. Marge does a decent job communicating, but then Marge is incapable of taking any responsibility for her actions. Emily, I, I, I think I'm about to start a riot. Okay, go ahead. 
I've never said these words or this hottest take ever out loud. Okay. I have no idea what's gotten into me with my cup or something else. I don't know. But it's interesting to me that Marge, I just, I don't think Teresa owes her an apology. I, that's it. I don't. I know. I don't that either. The of the drinks is crazy. I don't either. Like, I know. Marge wants ever. She wants to attack anyone that isn't as open as she is, and she makes it your fault that you don't openly share everything like she does in an oversharing way. But then she also makes it your fault when you respond to all that she overshares, and then she wants everyone to respond like Jennifer tail between legs, cowarding a little bit and like, so she can feel for them and then be like, okay, so now the playing feels level because I've humbled you. But then when you react like a Teresa, when you're mad, like you're talking about my boyfriend. I don't like it. Stop. You're bringing it light. Like we would not be talking. It's like when Brandy Glanville put, or uh, Lisa put the the tabloid in Brandy's magazine, in Brandy's uh, suitcase. Like you're bringing it to light because you know that if it comes up on camera, you have to talk about it on camera. So why would you do that unless you wanted to get under Teresa's skin? In which case, I, you can't. You can choose make the choice, but you can't choose the consequence. And I just don't feel like even in Teresa's all of her wildest antics. I've always ended up being able to find the root of why she's upset. And it's never been an an, an invalid one to me. Does she hold on to it a little too long? Absolutely. Sure. We've been on the show for how many years? And I was just listening to Carlos King and he was talking about how he he first produced Teresa. It was his first Jersey assignment was to produce Teresa. And he got a call from her when she found out from other producers and not him and not Andy, but Melissa had signed addition to be on the show. She was actually completely blindsided. It was really fucking shady that she exactly. Did that. So she and I kind of understand her now being like, no, you need to prove your loyalty to me. I don't need to prove my loyalty to you because this was my thing. You went on there and you didn't even talk to me. Not that you had to ask her permission, but you can at least told me we have dinner together. We have Christmas. Our kids are friends. What are you talking about? Like, I get it. And to this day, Melissa still doesn't admit it. To this day, Melissa still doesn't admit that she's the one who sought out that job. So when she's begging for her to ease up and be nice and all these things, we're not close. Look who did that. Like, you put the wedge there. And I know I'm sounding like a tree hugger, and I'm not. I think Teresa's likely a racist and pretty bad at a lot of things and not very smart. But in situations like this, I understand her feelings. I I kind of even think what you're saying, too, is like, Margaret is intentionally poking the bear to get the yes. reaction she knows she's going to get. Which is ridiculous because she is like she isn't instigating it so that she can show everyone, look how bad Teresa is. We have to get her out of here. But then I'm more scared of you, Margaret, because if it's not Teresa, then who next? Yeah. And I they keep kind of just I'm a little bit more on like the everyone is equally wrong playing field where I still don't think Teresa's right, but Teresa's incapable of saying, Marge. Like in a normal tone, Marge, can we talk? Can you stop? Because I don't even know if Teresa did speak to Marge off camera. I don't know if Marge spoke to Teresa off camera. I don't think that Marge even brought up the Louis thing at that dinner. Teresa just decided she was going to say the Louis thing at that dinner. So she she kind of brought it up. And I get that Teresa gets paranoid because she knows how storylines play out. She knows how this works. Yeah. 
So she's like, I'm not here or whenever I'm not there. This is the conversation. So then now I'm here. We're going to have the conversation because that was people's right. argument for last for the the table throwing thing or the the whatever was. Well, she, Marge, Marge didn't even bring it up at that dinner. I'm like, but she brought it up. She brings it up all the time she, when she's not there. That's the point is that's like when Teresa's not there, she's bringing it up. And Teresa doesn't have the verbal skills. to. This is what I just want Teresa to like. Because she like, I think we're kind of saying the same thing. I'm realizing she has a point. She just can't communicate it. it. Yeah. And it doesn't get amended at all. There is no easing up for her. It just is what it is. And that is absolutely her character flaw. It's like, this is the point. Like, never mind the fact that Melissa did go over your head or behind your back to do this. You are on the show now and you are family. So now is there any room for it to get better? She's still stuck on that. So she's going to still be stuck on Marge. Like you could have told me this off camera. And while Marge was saying to her that she did try to send it to her off camera before they filmed and texted it to her or whatever, it's also true. She didn't give the whole story. And we talked about this on my podcast that, she also was sending it to other people. She did want it out there. She wanted I mean, it out there. Yeah. I mean, even <laughs> what's funny is I don't think they knew that they were doing this, but the original caption that Roman Bravo put out of Louis's vi- latest video to his ex being really weird um, said, and Marge didn't send it to us. So that tells me that it's already <laughs> a known thing that Marge is trying to send the things to the people because she knows that she doesn't have as big as a, of a reach, even as a housewife as we of the broader community do. And on some respects, I get it. And I love that. Thank you for including us. I highly, I would do it any day. Marge, send me things. I got you, girl. Yeah. But at the same time, you got to give the whole story. You got to give the big picture. Because then Teresa has a point and she can't give her that. She wants to make it seem so much that like Teresa is just like, gone off the deep end. Teresa doesn't have enough energy in her brain, in her eyes to me to just wake up and be upset. I think that she genuinely is like, this was wrong and this upset me. And she does not know how to handle it and doesn't know how to communicate it, like you said. But then at the same time, neither does Marge, but she communicated it to everyone or she brings it up in front of everyone and wrote and decides to like interrogate Louie. And like, Teresa's probably like, I don't even want to see these bad parts of him yet. Like, I just want to be happy. Like, you're making him like, bring it all out. I mean, we saw it at the end of this. We'll get there. But like... I feel like Marge could ease up. And that's why I've always said Marge is one of the smartest people I've ever seen. And very smart on, on housewives, fast. especially Absolutely. like, wow. So I know she knows what she's doing. And that's when I'm like, you can't be that upset at the reaction because yeah. you're smart, but they're not. They're just like, why are you coming after me? Yeah. And so like, then we get to the, like the breakfast kitchen Island thing. And she's just like, you guys got to stop giving her a participation award, which mm-hmm. it, it's true. They are because it, it's kind of like she Teresa does have them all in a bit of a chokehold. You don't want to set her off because it's yeah. too exhausting. And so it's like y- you are in a way just saying, OK, it is easier at this point for us to just be like, you did it. Now let's go have some fun because we have yeah. to just we have to film. Like we yeah. have to like, don't you understand? And Marge has the agenda of like finally taking her down and holding her accountable for this horrible behavior. 
I, it's, it's, it's and no one else is really on that track with her. They're like, I don't no. really know if I have the, like Jackie's like, I don't, I can't, I have this Even Jackie, eating disorder didn't thing. She come like, in so hot and was like, we had to take Teresa down a peg too a couple seasons ago. And now she's like, girl, just let it go. Like, it's interesting to me because March is the smart, one of the smartest people that we see. And that is true. So then it leads me to wonder, why do you think you could carry a show that has literally been designed around Teresa and, and kick her off. Like, what makes you think that? I'd love to know her thoughts. Not in like a, you know, you can't do it kind of way because the fact remains, you can't. That show gets canceled in a year, OC style, if it is without Teresa. That's just the facts. Um, and yeah. more than any other show, because it was built around her. Just like That's me. Like, and it's I have a diabolical so plan. I have a diabolical Ooh. plan. What if we give, just as an, as an experiment, this is a really like long con, not a con. Okay, so give Teresa a spinoff so that she can go and be in her happy love bubble and not have to worry about a cast of bitches because then it leaves the rest of the cast who are like Marge. It's like, okay, Marge, go ahead. Now give us a whole season. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Give it your best shot. It give gets it, canceled immediately. It gets canceled. And exactly. And the queen gets to like return and she'll have a little bit different energy and Marge will be like, I thought I could do it because no one's coming on. They're not casting a new person. That's like one of Marge's enemies. Like I'm like, there's got to be somebody in Paramus or wherever the hell they live that like hates Marge and knows all of Marge's shit and wants to take Marge down. But like Marge is coming guns loaded, ready to freaking fire him off. And I'm like, can we need to start coming in like on the offense with Marge maybe? Yeah, I think so, too, because a lot of these I have friends that live in Jersey, one who lives around around the corner from Jen Aiden, um, and they cuss up a lot. Yeah, they really do. Especially that that inner like the upper crust circle. They exactly. My, my friends that are the richest have the most amount of time on their hands to talk about absolute shit. Exactly. So we have and to. There's got to be somebody <laughs> like let's bring them in. Like, Big haired, body, really rich. I was in a room full of them at a bridal shower, so I know they exist. Go after any one of those women and let's get something going on. Because we keep like not bringing on the right people. We keep bringing on like one of Teresa's friends or Tracy tried, but she's so weak. <laughs> well, I have a theory. I'm pretty sure because she was supposed to be a full time housewife. Yeah, what is it? I think it's because she did not want to talk about their origin story, which you have to kind of explain. That's why she would have gotten casted because nothing gives a fuck. Like I get it, Tiki Barber. Oh my God. Yay. Like, but he's one of a billion iconic football legends or whatever. who yeah. have really pretty wives and, you know, cheated on the first wife and went with the second and all these things. Like th- he's not the first. So right. <laughs> I would not have been like, we had a whole show, you know, uh, wax. Like we could find one. They're around. But like, it's totally. their story is so juicy and they did not want, I'm pretty sure they didn't want to talk about it. And Tiki towards, Tiki didn't even go on like the bike tour thing. He's like, I have mm-hmm. to work. Like he kind of, he, he was very sheltered. He was like, I want to do this, but I don't want to do too much of it. So yeah, exactly. they, 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 they saw what they saw what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, Marge brings up the fat shaming and that no one stood up to her. And it's true. It's, but it's harder than it, it seems to be like, hey, stop it. Jackie did. But then Dolores says, well, it's not about allowing her to do it. It's just we're not her parents. What do you feel about that? Yeah, I get it. I mean, there are people you I think 
Marge looking for someone stopping her is a little bit overdone. You are a grown woman. You can stop her yourself if you want to, um, depending on how you want to do that. But it does make a difference when even her friend or someone is just like, hey, 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 like ease up, like uh, hold on. Like I hear you, but like, that's not right. Like, I agree. Give us a voice to reason. I agree. Cause Dolores especially could be that person. Dolores is the one that could have gone. Okay. Hold on tree. Now that's, that's going to whisper. Totally. Um, yeah. Jen is harping on the fact that, cause Jen is just really Teresa's soldier. Like she is carrying that for sure. And she's like, you need to just apologize for asking questions that she doesn't want to be asked. And then we play this really weird game where it's, Jen says to Jackie, can we not all agree that we don't like when a rumor gets light shed on it? Because she is now referring to she's comparing what Marge did with Louie to what Teresa did to Evan last year. When earlier mm-hmm. in this season, all the fan accounts, we were we were comparing what Marge did to Jen to what Teresa did to Evan. Like it's so much finger pointing and so much like hypocrisy mm-hmm. on this show where they all basically do the exact same thing to each other. And then they're like, that's a little bit different. There's a slight detail change. Yes. It's <laughs> like, like this whole cast is pretty much like a cast of like everyone's right and everyone's wrong. And then you uh, just have to figure out. And it's like by the micro ounces, like who is just a little more right than the other person. Like a There's like one little detail. You're like, I get, okay, right here. I found, okay, right here. It's slightly worse. Because where I get that people are like, well, Teresa's still worse because she resulted in violence. I'm like, but she didn't start it. And unfortunately that matters here because she didn't do it in violence. The last, like what, three, four times it was brought up. Like she, even her boyfriend told her to hush up. So like she has been really like in, affected by this but also not as reactive as she could have been because we know what she's capable of she just did it but so like is it that it got what well, Teresa made it worse or that it was already bad like I feel like it was already a shit thing to do because you know this and to me I'm like Marge it, are your intentions good because I don't really quite understand how you think that trying to get her fired the way of going about making sure that she is like in safety in her relationship. So she want you want her to break up with her fiance and not have a job. Okay. I think that we are really <laughs> seeing that Marge is still not fully over the hair pull. No. And, and I she would just say that girl, Emily, I would say, okay. I, right. Like, I'd be I, all in. I'm not going to lie. I'd be like, okay, girl, let's get it. I kind of agree too. Like, I don't like with that's a, that's a fair vendetta to carry. <laughs> like, fair enough. Yeah. Like, you got totally humiliated on me practically, and, 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 on me. and went the whole season being like, "Yeah, I can't believe Danielle did that." And then, but but also being like, "But you poured the water, you you," pour- and then only to find <laughs> out that like, <laughs> and there's Ooh. footage of it too, and they were able to be like flashback. But if she had just said, let's take her down, I'm pretty sure she would. I feel like a lot of them would even be in on it with her, whether secretly or in general. I think like one day it's going to even come to it that even Jen Aiden is like, I don't really need to reason. She doesn't. She's one of the only other woman on that show that has a storyline. It really is just her and Jen. So it's like she can secretly become the new Teresa on that show. And she can do it. So if Marge just put out an advertisement on Craigslist or something, and been like, hey, y'all, 
on TikTok, y'all want to get together and take down Teresa and make sure <laughs> we have a show anyway. But I mean, there you go. Because otherwise, it looks like why is your only storyline baiting Teresa and then wanting Teresa punished for what you baited her into? Exactly. Because then when you go, when you do it with the guise of I just care about you, then we don't appreciate it. Then we don't respect it. So how do I believe that? You're literally yelling at her and you're talking about it behind her back and yeah. all these things. And then you're just then they're all like, you've done so much shit to us. I'm like, and so what? I don't understand is how is Teresa, you say Teresa's allowed to get away with everything, but Teresa's the only one that even reprimand, goes back against people for doing it. She's the only one that reacts to it. So who's actually getting away with what here? I think the, the whole cast gets away with murder in a lot of ways. I, I was going to say, and Marge is reactive too. So it's not right. like, so, like Marge has been pretty damn violent too. So also it's Jersey. You know what show you signed up for? You know who Teresa was before. She's the only one who's not changed. And that's why I don't think I hate her anymore because it's just like, she's the only one who was consistent. I know we're really desensitized to it. I like, I don't know why I, I now I do actually, I don't know why I'm, I, I've watched that scene of her throwing the stuff at Marge. And I'm like that I at one at no point have I been shocked. I was like Bill Aiden who continued just to sip his drink. She had when she threw a second one. Cause the first one didn't quite make an impact. That made me laugh. I'm not going to lie. Because in top tier housewife culture, I mean, listen, y'all know I was team the table for Monique and, and Candace. I'm really team violence happens. Drama happens. We knew that when we signed up for it. So respectability politics aside, like, let's just go off. Do what you got to do. You know, let, make an impact. She pushed once that, oh, that was just water. And I'm going to push that fruit punch on you too. And now that made an impact. And I was like, well, Teresa again she she completes the assignment she don't just understand it she completes it all right so they get on the party bike they're biking they're having fun they're finally having fun which was kind of a nice reprieve um so they get to the wings place and Teresa goes now's a great time excuse me and she's like boop 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 she goes we're going to talk right now, Margaret, which and then it leads to this very strange scene where Marge is like kind of looking over her shoulder, just like, uh, no, I don't think now's a good time. And Melissa literally wraps her arm around Teresa and it's like, not right now. And Joe's like, come on, come on. And I was like, I feel like production must have said we cannot have another fight in a restaurant. OK, guys, yeah. the, the bill from that last place was so high. You cannot let Teresa have another yeah. fight in a restaurant. Yeah, probably. Like, Please, Jesus. No one's ever going to let us film anywhere. And that really happens. There are like, when I, I've said before on my podcast, like Potomac, when it first started, they could not film anywhere, but like one or two restaurants, one of which I happened to work at, which is how I knew that the show was. Oh, coming. really? Uh-huh. And I, like, they told me I could not work that day because they knew I was going to be a mess. And I tried. So, um... <laughs> But not a lot of places would accept them in our area. And I understand why, because they were like, we've seen New Jersey, we've seen Atlanta, we did not approve. So now they're able to, because they're like, politics, they have kind of proven themselves to be not trashy ladies. And then, so that's why they were so mad when they got into that fight, because they were like, Now we're going to go back to square one and no one's (laughs) going to want us anywhere. And I feel like Jersey, they had to go to Nashville because that's the only other place that would have accepted their asses. Because Jersey itself was like, no, ma'am. Hoboken was like, I wish you would. (laughs) New York was like, turn that thing around. Just back it up. Go back to where you came from. Okay. So Nashville was like, yeah, we've seen worse. 
dunks and everything, y'all. Like we do the things. And so, like and words, so, and words Teresa, spread. Words spread about she, that fight. She she jerseyfied Nashville. Okay. <laughs> so then the hot chicken place was like, no, ma'am. You have been on Donna's drivings and dives, or we're trying to get on it. Yes. You want to be on the Food Network? Do not ruin this for us. <laughs> So which I say that would have helped your eyes. I'm just yeah, that's the thing is what you don't. It's like the quiet <laughs> woman in Orange County who was never busier She's after that huge scene. I have to go. Have to I've go. Never ever wanted to go to Orange County anything in my entire life, but I'm going to go for that. Exactly. So it's like it helps, but I feel like I feel like they were like, just no, guys. We barely got the permitting to to go and film. They they. I swear that barbecue place probably contacted the chicken place and was like, okay, just to warn you, they got in a huge brawl. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, we can't. Aff- we, we have like a packed yeah. lunch tomorrow. We cannot have that. So all the hostesses that got in the group chat and like around the city of like downtown Nashville. I'm just like, no, no, do not let these leopard wearing fools into your establishment. If they look like they've been over oiled and spray tanned, just say no. Just so say no. Production was like, whatever we have to do to keep Teresa under Open control. field only. Like- yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> So then they do the spicy chicken challenge. And I was, I, I knew I going it. in, I was, I, I was like, was Oh no, so funny. I knew it was going to be funny, but I was like, my stomach already hurts. Like I knew I was like, they're going to be in so and Bill looked like he was changing colors. Like his eyes were like red only around the eyes, but white everywhere else. And then red around the mouth. I'm like, they're about to. And then even later they were like, we're not good. We're, Frank wasn't no, good. Frank like tapped out, like not <laughs> Louis first one out, but even Frank was like, I'm not good. Like they, nah. like you guys are too old to be taking in that much spicy food. Yes. Do you have a friend like that? I do. I, have I do. Who, like lived a couple years in Asia, in Thailand, in Philippines, in Australia. And she's like traveled like all over the globe. And the one thing she's picked up is that basically, if it's not killing you, and making you feel like your airways are Ooh. cut off, it's not spicy enough. Because she's like, you know, what you got to do is again start crying, and we feel a little bit of mucus in your throat, like pop up because it's too spicy. That's when you're good. She's taken many breaks, had to like exhale, and I'm like, then you can also just eat like not that. You can eat like a, a mild version. <laughs> like, I'm like, it's so spicy, you can't even taste it. That's the thing is, then you kill. I don't understand what the joy is in that because I. So like I. Okay, confession time. So I know I don't look it. I'm half Mexican. So growing up, it was oh. I was I was supposed to like spicy foods because you're Mexican. You're you supposed to. This. Please, and so this. I was supposed to like spicy foods. So I have been mm-hmm. I've been pretending for an, up until I turned 35. Um, I said I was like, I love spicy food, but I was secretly dying. And finally, I turned 35 and I went, I am going to live in my truth, which is I don't like any amount of spice. Like I'm the one that if it says mild, I'm skeptical. And I'm like, mm-hmm. now that I can. So a spicy food challenge. Never. I probably could do it up until um, the ghost pepper. I think I'm like three shy from a, Cal- a Ca- Carolina Reaper. Wow. I'm like, so impressed. The spiciest one. Like I like spice. I mean, I am an African-American. Do you sweat? Do like hot sauce all the time. I also lived in Dallas. I think that was more culturally impactful than me being a black person because they, I mean, I was in like the fifth grade and they were hand, taking out hot sauces out of their Louis Vuitton bags. Like, well, you got to put it on everything. Put it on everything. <laughs> so it was like, I did like a Tabasco, like drink it out of a bottle challenge in the fifth grade. And ever, I think it like broke my spice like inhibitions or whatever. And I have, I've not since been 
that impacted by spicy food probably like ever since. So now I'm like, I can enjoy it. I don't know if I smear wasabi on top of my entire sushi roll like Bill. Ooh, Jesus Christ. Wasabi's but, a little different too. Wasabi's like a different kind of spice that like hits you directly like in your exactly. sinuses. That is like a religious spice. Like you're going through something. <laughs> like you're experiencing <laughs> oxygen in a whole new way. It's enlightening, right? So like I, but I will put like all the wasabi in my soy sauce and like yes me too yeah yeah i I can handle that yeah that's a good spice right there like that's a fun one so yeah i like like a good spice i just think that bill we do we need to get you checked out baby yeah (laughs) i like though back at the house uh the men aren't doing very well evan's doing yoga by the way like half of them aren't doing well and evan is like doing like chaturanga and upward dog Mm -hmm. and downward dog Joe threw up, though, and he couldn't get his finger far enough down his throat. So Frank went and got him <laughs> one of those penises from the <laughs> bachelor party. Yes, and, he would put a dick in his mouth. He did, sir. And uh, I think that was brilliant. Um, all right. So now we get to this final scene, the final, the finale scene of the whole season. And um, right before Teresa and Louis arrive. Jen is like, you know, we we really should just be excited that Teresa said any type of apology, you guys. And she says out loud, like, shouldn't we give her what do they give those kids? You know, when the kids just show up, and they're like, so you are admitting you give her a participation award. And See, but that's where I'm like, I don't know if that was even the right word for it. And it it must be simply because I'm an educator. And, and this is how I think with kids like. It's one thing to measure every kid to someone else's goal. Like if you have one kid that's like killing it in long division and every kid is not killing it in long division, it's like, okay, so the expectation is that they kill it in long division. Like that is the goal for all of them. But what if they're killing it in long division for them? Like that's how we, at least newer teachers, especially, or newer educators, like we grade on that kind of a scale. It's like a sliding scale because if you have a kid with any kind of special needs or dyscalculia, which is dyslexia, but for math or something like that, Oh, wait, that's a thing? Yeah, you absolutely can have dyscalculia, which is like you just, the numbers do different things to you and the symbols do different things to you than like, just like the words. You have a problem reading the number sentence. Oh, I think I have that. You could absolutely take a look. You know? Okay. That, I, w- I wish I wish we'd had that term when I was but in that's school. We look into those things about kids, but we don't do it for adults. Where I'm like, if I have a kid who has that, if they go the first part of the year not being able to read in, in any number sentence in the second part of the year, they can do a word problem. I don't give a fuck if they can do long division or not. They did leaps and bounds below what they were able to do when they first started. What they, Teresa was able to do when she first started is zip, squat, nothing. She was actively torturing people, whether they tortured her or not. Like the girls begging on her knees, looking ridiculous. Can you stop hurting us? Blah, blah, blah. And her family was kind of like wild, okay? Now she's been a little bit more humbled since going to jail. She's gone through a divorce. She's been publicly humiliated. She's finally in a what she believes is a good place and she's trying to protect it. And she still apologized for her actions or she at least acknowledged them. Okay. I've never seen Teresa do that in my life. I did not think she was capable. So it's her personal best right now. That's not to say you can't hold it to a higher standard. It's just, and it's not even to say that Dolores and Jenna lowering their standards to be friends with her. And I think Marge is a dick for saying that to her. And they're still expecting an apology. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, it's like good housewife TV, but damn. 
You know, at like, this point, you know, be friends with you, girl. And so and then Jen says that, you know, again, she's like the body shaming stuff. I thought that was bad, but I just didn't want to set her up. And so Marge is just irate. She's like, well, then why are we why are we letting her get away with this? And I'm with like, what? OK, so Marge, why do you want? So does she expect then for all of them to be like, Teresa, stop it whenever she does stuff like that and basically right. create a huge fight? every time like i'm just kind of right now it everyone feels- to turn on teresa but what's weird is like nobody is ever leaving with teresa really anyway that's like, a good point she doesn't have the most people in the group like marge has everyone she jen is still trying to make nice with her and still trying to reconcile with her dolores and her talk five times a day like come on man that was teresa's friend since like childhood so what does she want that's a Just good point. For an apology, she wants her fired, like on the spot. Huh? Okay. Say, like I don't mind. You know, I don't like it when Teresa overkills it because I'm like you're giving more ammunition to the other team. And I used to root for Teresa in that way, but she was like going to get it with Melissa. I'm like, you know that all she wants is you to stop and to be closer to you. So can you please just like like try a little bit? And it's the same. It's like okay, so Teresa is doing her best and what she does and when she snaps it's terrible but at the same time what would it take for you to ease up on her yeah because you can't keep you can't act like you're doing nothing to contribute to the tension so you you are contributing talking about all Mm -hmm. season is this man so like all right so Teresa and louis arrive right away louis pulls joe aside and has I mean, I spent this whole scene like, you know, that Nene uh, meme or gif that they've made where she just keeps going. Oh, and going. I just yes. kept going. Oh, 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 it was so cringe. It was cringy man right there. Oh, my God. Because there's a he knew just what to say. Poke that ego up, when he man. when he said um, it was really weird how he goes. I know this is going to sound controlling but I need your sister. And I was like, what the fuck? Wow. That was That's a weird one of those things that you like, just like randomly introduce. You're going to, you could say like, I know this might sound weird or, you know, this might sound like a little bit extra, like too like, you know, cheesy, but not controlling, not controlling. I was like, don't, that, say, that. don't say that. Okay. That's bad. And yeah. then, and then the way he like puts his hands on Joe uh, and t- like he puts one hand on his shoulder, one hand on his knees. And he's like, but I want it. I'm asking you for your blessing. It's very it's a manipulative tactic. It sure you, is. When you get that close to someone and you encroach upon their space that much, but you're saying some like word of encouragement, something affirmative. It's very manipulative. And oh, Joe is Joe is so easily manipulated because he's also very simple. toxic masculinity. Yeah. So he's so like, all you okay. did was you said he said the magic words of I'm coming to you. And because I honor your dad. Oh, you know that you're the man of the family now. You just want to take care of your sister and everything. Because the explanation that 
he gave to Joe and Joe was like, I do need to ask about these things. Like I've stayed oh. out of it, but now that you're asking for her hand in marriage, I have, which I respected. He was like, I stayed out of it, but now that you're asking for this, I have to be honest and I'm worried because she just went to jail for the last one. So I just <laughs> want to make sure she doesn't do that again. Exactly. <laughs> like, which is very understandable. And his explanation though was so terrible. Like, it was like nothing. And Joe was just like, okay, great. Thank, Thank you. you. He, said, he honored my dad. I'm like, did he? I, I, I said it was it was so go girl. Give us nothing. His explanation. He said I had some, you know, I got out of my marriage and uh, I had some desperate, thirsty, low life exes. Excuse so, me. Said 35 as if he was like so young and dumb and he had Thank married you. so, so young. Thank I'm you. Like, Sir, I am getting married and I am in my mid 20s. And I can tell you, if I got divorced also in my 20s, then I meant that shit. I'm not like some young, dumb, chippy. I mean, your brain fully develops at 25. So I am i don't know what you meant by that. I'm a 35-year-old with like six kids and a billion-dollar empire. What are you also, talking about? Because what is, someone that. Those are very tacky, nasty. Th- like, I have a shitty ex, but I wouldn't call him thirsty or a low-life I don't know. I just would honor him with a better insult, you know, like crazy or toxic, but not like desperate, thirsty, because if honestly, let me put it this way. If he decided to go to the media to talk about me and say things that happened in our relationship, I would easily be like, yeah, probably because it was a horrible relationship and I was fucked up. I wouldn't do what Louie's doing, which is immediately deflect it. And make them seem crazy because that's what guilty people do. Gaslighters do. Louis is such a con artist in a way of like, and this is in my opinion, but in a way he is such a con artist because like he keeps narcissistically recording himself or let things about him being recorded, being taken down, being written and all these things and documented and he just knows for a fact he can talk his way out of anything. And that's like really triggering to me. I have a narcissistic um, parent, like me too. Who, who I don't talk to. Yeah. Me too. He narcissistically <laughs> abused me and my mom for years. So it's like, it's a tough one because nothing you you can, nothing they say will take you at face value. They absolutely do love bomb you. They make you feel, and it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's not terrible for the women who are victims of his, but I'm just saying it's like 10 times worse when it's your parent because like that innate sensibility in a kid is like, I have to still love you and respect you in some way. Even if we don't talk, I'm always going to give you a second chance. And they just kind of shit on it. That's the thing that makes it so much worse for Teresa because she's choosing to love this man. He's love bombing her. We've seen it. You and I have seen what it looks like to all of a sudden there's more gifts and then there's more things and then there's so much attention. And then they were talking every day and it's like three months of really good. And then all of a sudden we don't talk for eight months. I can't reach you. All these things. You want me to worry about you. And then you're like freaking out all the time and they're making you manic. And Teresa hasn't hit that stage yet. And I'm actually really worried for when that happens. But I do agree with the other girls. There's no way to bring that up to her. And Joe, even now, he knew he had to say yes to the proposal question because otherwise he's not going to talk to his sister ever again. Because he wasn't really asking for his blessing. He was asking for him to do it on camera so that they have it documented on camera that I asked, nobly asked her brother for this blessing. And Joe had to. Yeah. So Joe had to say like, okay, yeah, I guess you did something. Dude, Louis heard fake crying. Louis, Louis grabbed the bridge of his nose. Like you do, like, if you're going to, like, if you're going to cry and Mm -hmm. then he didn't, he's like, I've had many sleepless nights. 
And then he just abandoned the cry. I was like, man, I'm seeing the perfect woman. I'm like, you didn't Louis, even cry. You didn't even get you a tear. watched Selling Sunset, Louie, you would know the best thing to do is lay off the Botox and then your face will emote for you. Just lay off of it. And then you don't need to fake cry. You can try to look like you're crying. And it might look at least a little bit more believable. It was cringe. Big cringe. Yes, I did not like that at all. So then Melissa and Joe and Louie and Teresa, they all talk to kind of like debrief. But Melissa's like, you still need to talk to Marge because look, bottom line, which true at the most baseline level. Fine. If you take no other factors in, she shouldn't be throwing things at people. But let's face it. At this point, Teresa is not going to even acknowledge anything she's done because Marge is still not going to acknowledge what she did leading up to it. But she's not going to be able to really have this conversation. However. Mm-hmm. When Teresa grabs Margaret to talk, there is a moment of vulnerability that gave me hope. Teresa seemed like because Teresa never cries. And when Teresa cries, it's so impactful because she mm-hmm. seems like such a little hurt kid. And she's like, you know, I finally find this guy that I like and all this stuff is coming out about him. And, you know, it's getting brought up and it's everywhere. And Marge, Marge is like, okay, I haven't, you haven't acknowledged it. You haven't talked about it. You know, so I didn't know that you even, you just been saying you haven't even seen it. And it was making me crazy, which kind of right there is proof that Marge just wanted it to be talked about on camera. Exactly. (laughs) Right Right there. Trying to not give it light. And she was like, but we need to actually put it under the interrogation lights. Yeah. Marge is proving that she just was like, okay, but this is what I wanted to talk about. I wanted Mm -hmm. to get you to cry and acknowledge it. And so we can have this moment. So it could be a storyline. So I'm just so irritated now. Like I'm looking back on it and like the readiness of Marge and the girls, they'd be like, oh, Teresa's throwing things again. See, this is it. I'm done with her. If you leave with her, you're, you're dumb too. Like you should never. And I'm like, but how many times I understand Maybe it's just because, like, you know, socially active, activist me is just like, how many times can you do something to a community, a place, a people, a person before they react? Like, I just want to know. Like, I'm not, I don't know what the right reaction mm. is, but like the whole, like, turn the other cheek will eventually run out of cheeks. And I've watched Teresa use both cheeks this season of them constantly bringing it up and her in front of her, behind her back you know, to Louie, without Louie, and Joe had to go get her because she tried to just leave. Joe had to go get her. She's isolated herself. Like, she's done everything possible short of smacking you in the face. So when you get smacked in the face, I, I can't say it's, that's not deserved, but I can't say anything other than, like, I mean, all the best reactions that she had, she gave. Here's, I have a, so, Marge, this this is when we get into like where it goes south. So the, the moment of possible, I don't know. I shouldn't even say there was a moment of possible truce because Marge was still out for the apology. And that was all she was going to. If she didn't get that apology, she wasn't letting it go. She says to Teresa something like, you know, I've always had your back. I've always championed for you, which I do agree with because she from, you know, her first season, she definitely had Teresa's back and really, you know, was there mm-hmm. for her. What has Marge, besides this season, what has Marge done to Teresa that's bad? Mm. I feel like I'm forgetting something. It's got to be something else. I I mean, 
she's always kind of just come after her and just bantered her in a way that Teresa doesn't like being challenged. And that's nature of the game. Sure. That's not terrible. Um, the analogy thing with Jackie and Teresa was upset if anybody didn't expressly be like, it was the worst choice of words. Okay. Period. So she didn't have her back on that. Okay. She did not have her back on that. And Teresa thought very black and white that she should. And okay. she get that. Even if it was an analogy, there's plenty of great analogies. Like, you know, I think that is a big part of it. Um, Marge instantly connected with Melissa and that's pretty much all Teresa needs. And then fair, <laughs> mm-hmm. fair, fair, fair. Cause you're fair. a great, cause it's like the, the motive of when you get with, with Melissa, Teresa is connecting. Melissa's the one who backstabbed or went behind my back to get on this show. So Marge and Jackie coming on there when she knew Jackie was once a fan of hers. Jackie I mean, and, and Marge being on there and instantly gravitating towards Teresa, uh, towards Melissa. Okay. It's like, so you three are trying to take me off of the show. Okay. That is what she, I think she feels. And I do think Teresa pains because she has nowhere else to go. With her <laughs> business mind. Like it's genuinely never been her thing. And that's like no shade. Like she used to say that like, her husband handled everything. Yeah. She went from daddy's house to her husband's house. Like, there is no resume. There's no CV. There is no set of like remarkable skills. There is nothing she's clicking on an ND that she has. Like she can do PowerPoint and Excel and all. She's not doing that. Yeah. And I definitely have to keep up the lifestyle she's now been accustomed to. And given her daughters, I think she's nervous because those three women have the intention of taking her off the show. It's very clear. I mean, ever since Jackie sat down last season, I never talked to them. And she said, what are we going to do about her? I'm like, that felt like a really pointed question. Mm. When she said that to, to, to Marge and, and Melissa, when they were sitting down at a booth at a restaurant, I think in COVID, she was like, what are we going to do about her? I'm like, oh, no, y'all are comfortable saying you don't care, Ma? I don't know if the show needs Teresa or not. I know that if it doesn't have Teresa, it will need a heavy rehaul. You will have to put Carlos King or somebody back on that show. Yeah, no, they have to. They haven't they haven't really done any casting for years. They've just had the same cast, so they can't just rely on that. The longest running cast ever, I think, of Housewives now. I am at this point, I'm so done with this this dynamic. I'm over it. I was like exhausted by the end of this. I'm like, it doesn't even matter. I don't even care. I'm I'm honestly sick. I'm well the end this for that final scene. Okay, let's actually just get into it. So then they get they start fighting back and forth. Enter Louie. Louie. I (laughs) okay. So Marge (laughs) is like, I'm fucking done. And Louie goes, Thank you. Have a good night. I like I'm the not way, gonna lie. I love I the way Marge, Marge turns around and goes, oh, <laughs> it was actually really she funny. So badly wanted to be like she didn't have a husband's in the pool moment, but Louie did. I did not enjoy him getting involved there. I thought that was nasty. I was like, ew, oh, stay out of women's was, business. All he did was say, bye. <laughs> Ugh. I mean, listen, say out of women's business, she and her husband pushed the man into the pool. And I don't like Joe B either. I think this is what's yeah, happened to me is, like, is I now don't really like anyone on the cast anymore except for yeah. Jen, Bill. I like Dolores. I like Jackie and Evan. Okay, maybe that's the problem. I don't really like Marge and Joe B. I don't like Melissa and Joe, Joey Gorga. And I'm over so Teresa. Many and I'm like, 
I think that's what it is. I'm burnt out on this kind of same dynamics. Like, I don't like Joe B at all. Joe B gives me the creeps. You know what it is? He's a bad front man. Yeah. Mark he can't, he cannot. Playing the game. And Joe just doesn't know how to get his, like, he's a bad liar together. The main reason that Teresa could say she heard it from Margaret is because Joe said he heard it from Margaret. Like, and I don't know if I don't believe it because Joe is such a bad liar that I'm like, and did, no, you, so, did you see that after show where he yes. was like, Marge never talks about people. He, I, I never hear Marge talk about anyone. I'm like, okay, dude, you gotta, you have to practice this in the mirror. Okay, Marge and the girls were talking about this all around what happened around town. And they're like trying to pin it on Teresa, Teresa starting it. I'm like, but this man just said he heard hers and her friend started. And how do you not know the difference between your wife's voice and her friend's voice? It, it was bad. You're a bad liar. And I think, Marge, if you're going to continue to do like housewife crimes, you need a better partner. Front man. You're right. He, she, he's not a good front man at all. Yeah. Like she, he's a great husband. Yeah, I don't know about contractor because the house took a few years to finish, but and it's not great. It's pretty tacky. But I think that she needs like a GDF or a stylist or a makeup artist who has a real personality because Lexi ain't cutting it, and she needs someone to do the front work for her, like a Miss Lawrence or a fashion show with no fashions and that being tragic. We need a Dwight energy because this is not working. Point. They mm-hmm. really do need a, a, a gay guy. <laughs> Anthony energy. should do it. You know, Anthony Lario? Ooh, yes. Is he, he up for it? it? He's up for know. it. He's been filmed so many times. I'm like, Anthony, he likes being behind the camera now, he tells me. But I'm I like, bet. you totally could do this job. Yeah, you because... Be the best co-shit stir with Marge. And I might like her better because right now, it just seems like she's a villain by herself. Yeah, because so Joe... There, there, when, when, uh, they, when they when they were at the they just got to Nashville and it was discovered that Teresa's like Marge is the one spreading all the rumors. There's a scene where where Marge is telling Joe, she's like, can you believe this? Can you believe that she thinks I'm the one spreading all the rumors? And Joe can't even keep a straight face. He doesn't even know where to look. He kind of darts his eyes all around. He goes, yeah, I, yeah, I can't. I can't even. I'm like, Joe. You, you need to get it together, Joe. dude. Pull you yourself together. Cannot. You need to actively be. You need Louis energy. Like, okay, bye. Like, stand for, for your wife. Double down. Stand ten toes in her bullshit with her. That is what the men of Jersey are supposed to do. And then here comes the meltdown. The Louis, the real Louis, comes out and he goes, mm-hmm. "Let's get out of here. Let's go." Let's, oh, first he says she is desperate to sit in your seat, which just shows us all the conversations that they've been having, like alone. Like yeah, he's so just been rubbing her up. She pushed those drinks on her. Yeah, totally. But then he goes, let's go, babe. I don't need this. Uh, I've worked so hard. You don't have to work a day in your life. How lucky is that? Let's uh, let's go get a jet. Let's go to our 50,000 square foot house. What? Some real estate? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm just like, oh. some real estate? You know, like I've seen million dollar real estate, right? We've all seen a Frederick Eklund in New York selling the top things of the things. Did he have a check? I don't think he had a check. Like, this is the same question I had about Erica. <laughs> a lawyer lawyering enough to have a jet. What do we want to know? Huh? How is a real estate investor slash media companies and then like, able to do that when he doesn't even have employees he just has 
Dolores' son, Frankie Jr. Right? And he's okay. and he's already in, embroiled in two lawsuits from companies that say he, you know, took goods from them and didn't pay them back. Those things happen. Oh, 50,000 square foot home. We've now seen that on Selling Sunset and Marilyn Douglas. And been like, that's too big. There's no <laughs> way you should be able to afford that. We know the things. Yes. We know what kind of buyers are qualifying for that quick escrow and all cash offer. Okay. We do. We are now so yeah. skilled in spotting cons because of Erica. Je- like now we can, we can see it. Can't wait for that one to come back. Right. But I need Bravo to change schedules. We're not in such a rush to watch the shows that we can't wait for the goddamn trials. I, I'm so Why mad that we are going to wrapped before Jen. There's no point. Like, what the hell am I supposed to watch? Maybe not even on the show. You're trying to expose anybody. Like, why would I watch that? It's a little too on the nose. All I care about is Jen getting arrested by the feds. Thank why you. is Erica, why are they wrapping the reunion is going to wrap before it? And now we have a whole new indictment. We didn't get the entire season. They didn't get this in an LA article or whatever. She yeah. just thought, did she know? It's a, you did this too. That really pissed me off that Ellison didn't get that motion in oh. sooner. <laughs> it's like, Ellison. Like, I mean, listen, Build if they're going to build it around her, I don't care, even if it's like she's a con woman or whatever. Like, Teresa went to jail and we waited a whole year, a whole and the year, girl still came back. Freaking trials. I want to know what's going on. What did I contribute to? What did my fandom, <laughs> what monster did my fandom help create? And then took her out, yeah, exactly. And then now, because what's going <laughs> to happen is we're going to spend the whole season watching. I think you said this watching and waiting for the reunion because we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, but now we need to know what she has to say about this new shit because she's going to spend she this whole reunion talk about the whole season being like, I'm innocent. And because remember, while they were filming is when Edelson dropped the case out in Chicago just so that he could refile it in California. But she took the she headline like, it's been dropped. And it was like, I'm free. And even Kyle reshared it. Uh, but then Edelson was like, no, idiot. I just dropped it there so that I could file it here and count. Shut up. But she didn't, of course, repost that. No, of course no, not. of course not. She has no grace, which is why I'm like, I don't want her talking about it at the reunion because that's when Andy is able to get under, you know, get around it. And she just is able to say, I can't talk about it. It's an ongoing case. But if you're filming with someone multiple hours, multiple times a week and then months and then months. You can get them to talk about it. You have to. And they're going to want to at that point. You're going to back them into a corner. Exactly. You can't do that in the reunion. And that's why I'm like, what is right. the, get the filming schedule. Talk to the judge. <laughs> You're <You're right>. back. <laughs> Media pass. Your honor. <laughs> this is not rocket science. I, wanted to, I liked watching Teresa walk out of the prison. I loved it. it I want to so watch impactful. Jen walk into the courthouse. Me too. I don't need a Go whole season there. without it. Yes, I, want I want them to follow the whole trial as a spinoff. That, same. I want her to be doing confessionals in like the courtroom, like in the courthouse, like with, the, recess, with the behind do her. A professional. Yeah. A producer, like it probably would be a Carlos King type who would be like, all right, so they're on recess. Can you just like turn? The lighting's really good here. And what? What are you thinking about yeah. the latest charges? They just told you that you're <laughs> going to probably do 10 years in jail. Your thoughts. Yes. And I want the delusion of like in the courtroom and be like, I just, I'm going to maintain my innocence. Like I 
know the people responsible for this? And he's like, yeah, but they've been taken down too. Like the, the, like the impact of them being straight up in the, like, it's not speculation. You're not maybe no. you're in it. You're in the yes, trial. Like, hey girl, the sentencing starts in an hour. How do you feel? Like, <laughs> like, they do, like, I want them to do ESPN style. Yes. Like, I don't love sports that much, but I love it after basketball. These players ha- cannot even hug their wives, kiss their kids, take a shower, dry off. Dripping wet, the reporter is on the field, on the yes. court. Hey, How'd it go? What'd you think? Yes. I missed those last few shots. How was that feeling? You know, you told you to uh, kind of maintain the same consistency or you feel like you need to take some time off your thoughts. Like, I want that. I do Catch too. her in the middle of the tear. Just like stick a mic right up under her mouth and be like, hey, girl. Is sentencing do it to They're the judge for years. Yeah, it's like judge. Hey, judge. Hey, judge, Ooh. girl. Judge um, did you believe her when she first said it? Give the judge a confessional, okay? Like, give the judge, love- give everyone involved a confessional. Love that because I also, I, who, where is Meredith's private investigator that yeah. allegedly sold things to the FBI? And can we get him on Louie? Ooh. I want to know how he's fooling the girls so well too, like Gia and them. Because Gia is out here making dumbass comments, like no prenup. I'm like, no prenup. What kind of almost lawyer do you want to be? You must be pre-law. <laughs> no. Shush. Like <laughs> Gia. Law school for lawyers or like girl prenup over your favorite set of napkins. Okay, like write a prenup to protect your silverware, even if it don't mean shit. It's about because as dumb as case. Amanda not wanting a damn prenup on freaking Summer House. Dumb. Like, I think she just wanted to be insulted. And you have to think about for a second. If you just know you're going to be insulted by your boo, maybe get a new boo. Like, if you just expect it and are finding reasons to be mad at him because you know like, he, has to, <laughs> he deserves to be mad, be, have you mad at him for something, just find someone new. Exactly. You know, like, like she's like, I haven't really looked into exactly what a prenup is. I just know that you're you want me to do something that'll screw me over. So I'm mad about it. He's like, it doesn't have to. So just Google it. Just yeah. Uh, just you, can, you know, it. you can put in whatever you want, right? It's literally yeah. a two party document. Like I, I don't make it and you sign it. You will have to also have a lawyer draft right. up your ver. You don't, so you don't know how any of this works and you're just mad. Okay, cool. Right. Okay, like, girl, let me just break it down in layman's terms. Ashley Darby had a prenup and now she's getting half. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. Okay. okay. Things are fine. And put an expiration date on it like she did. I believe in your love. Like, okay, so three years. That's like so little. Put a clause in there about cheating. Here, if you cheat, good. boom. If you cheat, you have to give me all this money. I don't know. Whatever the fuck you want to do. Spend more than 60 hours at work. We're in trouble. I get $10,000 in cash or whatever. Like, do those things. Have some fun with it. Yeah. I mean, I've heard about men being putting in the prenup, but like, when did I see this on a TV show? I watch really talk to television. But if like a wife gained any pounds, like over like 130, that even like, it, it was exception of pregnancy and then she had to lose it within a year, then he would leave her. And he left her anyway. He cheated on her anyway. So, and she was what show? I feel like I feel like I know what you're talking about. Like that sounds vaguely familiar to me too. 
it's a black woman. Yeah. I feel like there was a doctor involved or something, or she was explaining this while going to a plastic surgeon or something. I, I might've been like married to medicine Houston or something, but like, I can't quite remember. But I also felt like we were in LA and that sound like some LA shit. I was going to say, I'm feeling Los Angeles, but I know I, this feels familiar to me too. So I, I've seen that too. <laughs> That see, I love that we're in the, the gutter together. Like, oh yeah, trash. So, TV. so much less absolute alone. trash television. So much less alone because um, that, that's a terrible fact to remember. The way Teresa ends this, uh, like her monologue at the end, she's almost like in a trance. Like she's almost, she's like, I just want to be happy, and Louis wants me to be happy. Let's go, babe. I'm like, oh, we're mm. we're not. You know, like you said. With Vicky and Brooks, you could tell Vicky knew Brooks was bad, but was choosing actively to ignore it. Mm-hmm. Teresa 100% thinks that Louis is on the up and up and has no clue that there's any red flags. Mm. Yeah. So we're screwed. She's she's in it. She's never getting That's out. It. There is no way out. She's just. I'm glad she made friends at camp. Are you excited for the reunion? I'm, I'm not. I'm as excited as anybody watching Jersey can be. I used to, when I even binged Jersey, it was great, but I often feel like I needed to take a shower. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. like shameless to me. Like, the, the show, I would watch it and be like, this is great television, but I actively need to bathe. Yeah. With like I an exfoliating it. brush. So it's, it's, it is what it is. I'm going to watch, of course, it's practically for work at this point. Exactly. Um, but am I excited about it? No, but I'm honored to take on the charge so that other people don't have to watch. Yeah, I know. It's like uh, having multiple cast members say that there's like no resolution. It's just a bunch mm-hmm. of yelling and screaming over each other. I'm like, wonderful. Because at least with the re- at least with reunions, you can sometimes get a bit of a resolution. But to mm-hmm. know that th- I also I do need to know why Jen thinks that Dolores had some sort of agenda against her because I don't get why she's mad at Dolores. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I don't get it. And I don't feel like Dolores does enough to anybody. Right. She's not super active in the mess. Sometimes I wonder if she's even on the show. I know. Um, yeah. Because she's such a good person. And yes, it's great to have a voice of reason, but like you have too many other people in this cast who aren't doing enough. Like the only people who are literally showing up to work every day is Marge, Jennifer, and Teresa. Yeah. That's it. Everybody yeah. else is like, you know, happily they're in the group project and they just sign their name at the bottom. But like totally. those are the top performers right there. Like I'll even I'll give it to them. Like even Marge, she's she's doing a lot. Like she's working hard. So Dolores is just like chilling. She's just trying to make sure her mama's okay. I know, she's right? Like, ignored by David and that's terrible and one of Louis's exes is now dating David I know right how weird okay so I hate to say it but that almost adds a tiny bit of credibility to Louis calling his exes thirsty <gasps> okay because that's a bit left field like I get it they're all in Jersey but I also didn't think Louis was actually based out of Jersey I think he's like based out of Florida or something oh is and he yeah, he's not. I don't think he's Jerseyan. That, I mean, that's a thing. the tan would give me Florida. Okay, listen, but like, yeah, it's a little on the, but parched. Okay, 
parched to be dating the estranged ex of a woman on reality TV and your ex is also on the same reality TV show. It was odd. Like, it's just a strange get. Like, how did y'all even meet? Is she a doctor? I, I hope so. I don't know what other, you know, ways they can, like, get together. Like, what other connections? Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yep. It's strange. All right. Well, that wraps up Jersey. Thank you for the finale, ladies. And thank you, Monty, for being here and for thank squeezing so me much. in. Tell the thank people where to find me. you. Of course, you can find me anywhere you listen to Emily. So after you hit that subscribe on her and after, of course, you are um, leaving her a very nice review, you're welcome to go ahead over to my page and find me anywhere you podcast or on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Mixing with Moni, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. Thank you so much. I'll see Thank you. On, you so I'll much. see you around on the gram, of course. Now of I have your course. phone number too, so I can yeah. text you whenever I want. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Bye, girl. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you wouldn't mind, could you do a little rate and review? Maybe even subscribe. All of the above. If not, hey, I get it. No pressure. I'm also on Buy Me a Coffee. Buy Me a Coffee is a great way for content creators to get some monetary support from their followers. And it's just very easy. Buymeacoffee.com slash She Speaks Bravo. The link is also in my Instagram bio. And of course, if you're not already, please follow me on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok. Not going to lie. I just post the exact same stuff on both platforms. So no need to follow both. But um, love you guys. Mean it. And I'll see you next time. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.